Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. When you go through tough times like this, maybe it makes you a better team. You know, for Connor and for Dreisaitl, those guys have had uh, nice careers, and they've hit a little bump in the road, and it's going to make them better, it's going to make them stronger, and it's going to make them great people. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Milan Lucic. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E. Now, Bob Stopper on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Chad. Bob Stauffer joining you in studio. This is Oilers Now, presented by Digitex. 630 Chad uses Digitex for their copiers and printers. Their service is excellent. They now sell supplies for all brands of printers at Big Savings, digitexsupplies.ca. It's Tuesday. It's gorgeous out right now. Mark Spector. In studio, Stoffer Inspector brought to you by Horse Racing Alberta Live Racing in Northlands Park. Speck will be in for about an hour on today's edition of Oilers Now. We'll talk to the first Oiler ever to have his jersey retired, Al Hamilton, about the 2018 Edmonton Oilers Alumni Association Al Hamilton Scholarship Award. That's coming up on today's edition of Oilers Now. We're going to talk a bit about the upcoming... NHL draft. I'm heading off to the Combine Thursday and uh, we're going to get to uh, several different things. Uh, One, uh, a tweet pertaining to uh, said draft moving forward in the Edmonton Oilers draft position. Brendan Ulrich is with me. Brendan, how about that game last night? Well, it's funny because we were talking to uh, Brian Hall prior to the show, Bob, and he saw things differently last night. I thought it was was a great game. Well, Well, I love scoring. I like goals in hockey. Hall, Halsey didn't like the game. 
Well, he grew up watching old school hockey when there were a lot of goals, so I was surprised oh, wait, by that. Wait, wait, wait a sec. Now, now Halsey grew up in like the, the 40s <laughs> okay. and the 50s, right? You know, and lots of goals were back then. Uh, there were a lot of 2-1 games back in the 50s because, okay. you know, guys didn't have curves on their stick and uh, half the guys couldn't actually skate, but that's a whole other story. Well, the so, 80s, there was a lot of goals. <laughs> the 80s. When I grew yeah, okay. up, there were a lot of goals and there were a lot of fights. I've just busted you, Halsey. I was surprised. You got right in our grill. I signed your tweet last night, Stoffer. I didn't think it was that good of a game. Oh, yeah? Well, you know what? I don't agree with everything you say either, Brian. Like, step on the fours. There you go. Oh, look at that. We got a patron saint that swung by and helped us out right from the get-go. Honey, I won't be needing lunch today. Thank you very much. Anyhow, uh, this is orders now. Lots to get to. I thought, Brandon, I don't know about you, but any NHL, NHL final that's got four lead changes in the opening game is one heck of a game. And it was highly entertaining. Right from the opening shift, like, I know there was a long delay before the game started with the intro stuff, but right from the opening puck drop, just, just back, it was exciting. Back to the intro, okay? Are you a fan of this, uh, you know, this sort of Vegas-esque uh, show that opens each, each game? Well, it was, uh, you know... For Vegas, sort of uh, making fun of the Capitals, and they have against all their opponents. Yeah. But I was all for it. I loved it. It was awesome. I, I, didn't, I didn't mind the Michael Buffer stuff. I yeah, thought that was, that cool. was that, I thought as long as they do it just once, <laughs> just once. Um, again, my belief: Chicago does a better job of the actual setting the stage prior to the puck drop. I also think Montreal, as a guy who's privileged enough to travel around the National Hockey League and has actually been in every because in every arena. You know what's funny, Brennan, is you have... And again, we've talked about this before. When you go to Vegas, there's a reason why they call it Sin City. You're going down to have a little bit of fun, right? Uh, for guys, you're going down there to be a boy boy. You're going down there to, to have some pops with the fellas, to do a little bit of gambling because, you know, let's face it, lots of guys like to have wager a, a penny or two. Uh, if you're going down with your fiancé or your wife, you're, you're taking in a couple shows, going out for uh, great places to eat, all that. But you're, you're there to be entertained. And the Vegas Golden Knights have capitalized on that. But no, for the record, somebody who actually travels around the league and has seen every in-game presentation to, to start things off, Montreal, for me, and maybe it's because I grew up and the Canadians were the Canadians, and Chicago, those two markets for me do a better job in-house than Vegas does. I know it's loud. I know I got, you know, it's it's not, it, which is not to in any way, shape, or form uh, diminish what the Golden Knights have accomplished. You know what the goal, and we're going to talk about this with Spectre coming up on today's edition of Oilers Now. The Vegas Golden Knights are going to force owners of other NHL organizations to reevaluate things. Do I really need to spend that much money on A, B, C, and D? Look at Vegas. Look at now. Maybe it was a confluence of events that occurred there. But nonetheless, it was a fun night. Uh, let's get right to it. We will uh, we'll pick the game up. With it tied at 2-2, Kenny Albert with the go-ahead goal from Riley Smith. Carlson sends to center for Marchessault. Marchessault on the right side for England. England with a shot, save made, and then the rebound steered wide. Comes back out in front, score! Riley Smith, 3-2 Vegas! 
Tell you, Kenny Albert's a big-time caller, no question about that. Uh, that's from NHL Radio. Back came the Caps, John Carlson tying it. Now Backstrom to the puck. Second straight good shift for this line. John Carlson keeps it alive for Oshie. Back across, score! John Carlson ties the game at three. Then the Capitals took the lead 4-3. Everybody's favorite, Tom Wilson. Again, Albert with the call. Capitals keep the puck alive. Ovechkin with a shot deflected by Wilson. Saved by Fleury, and then they score! Wilson with hard work in front of the crease, and the Capitals take a 4-3 lead. We'll hit on Wilson in a second because there were some non-calls in the game. The biggest got Vegas the tie. Ryan Reeves, Kenny Albert with the call. Theodore to the puck. Feeds the right point for England. Sends it far side. No sick. Off the side of the cage and then they score! Ryan Reeves ties the game at four. A goal from the Vegas fourth line. How does he not get a cross-checking penalty on that play? Like, you can't cross-check the defenseman right in front of the goal with the puck and cross-check him to the ice and then rip one home. That is a penalty all day. I'm not sure how they missed that. And uh, that wasn't the only one. I mean, Derek England was, and I know he's from Edmonton, he was hacking and whacking and chopping at guys all game long, no calls. The conspiracy theorists were out there a little bit. Vegas takes the lead. Thomas Noshek, who helped Todd Nelson win a Calder Cup last year down in uh, Grand Rapids. Dan Duva with the call of the eventual game winner. He's got some room on the left side. He centers. Right side score! Well, it's been an amazing story. There's no question about that. Uh, so Vegas gets the 5-4 goal, eventual empty netter, and win it 6-4. Highly entertaining game. Four different lead changes. By the way, the hit, Brendan. The hit. I mean, that was an old... Sc- I-, I know guys that have thrown that hit in media hockey. I'm sorry. That hit is for guys that are maybe in their 40s and 50s that are driving around Edmonton right now that played men's league, even in non-contact. They've hit guys like that before, and they know they've done it. And people, oh, it's a terrible hit. And she says, come on. it's you got to know, first of all, Vegas have gotten away with a fair amount during the course of that game, which, frankly, I don't think they should have gotten away with. There were some plays that were pretty – how about – in the? did you see when uh, Kiznetsov had his lid ripped off there by Ryan Reeves? How's that not a penalty? Like, he's obviously targeting one of their two best players, fourth-line guy. Then Reeves gets away with a cross-check right in front of Lynette, and then everybody freaks out on Wilson. Don't watch your pass. Have your head on a swivel. Yeah, he got corked. Those hits hurt when you get them in the sternum. It knocks the snot out of your nose and the slobber out of your mouth. It hurts. And I'm not the biggest Tom Wilson fan. You know that. Well, I know that, yes. But... That's not a suspension. Not I bet you if he was on the Oilers, he'd be your favorite player. He'd be... <laughs> I wish. I love watching we him We had play. a guy like that last year in the playoffs, and he oh, stopped yeah. playing that way this year. And that's Zach Cassian. He's got to get back to it. The only team he ever plays like that against is San Jose. That's the only team that seems to get him cheesed off enough to get uh, lit up and good to go. Anyways, bottom line, the Vegas Golden Knights win 6-4. Alexander Ovechkin with these comments after uh, game number one. 
Like we didn't play our best game. Um, we don't execute the puck on the natural zone uh, at some point, but uh, we're going to watch the video, we're going to watch the highlights, and uh, we're going to uh, correct our mistakes. And uh, like I said, we're going to be better. Uh, and Alexander Ovechkin was quite quiet last night, but you know what? The Vegas Golden Knights have been able to do that against really good players, so they're, and they're well coached. Gerard Gallant knows what he's doing, and he wasn't totally happy with how his team played last night, but ultimately he liked the end result. Well, as long as you win at the end of the night, but uh, I'm sure Barry's not too happy with that game, and I'm not overly happy with that game, but the bottom line was we won the game, so we're going to be a lot happier than they are, and it was a bit of a, bit of a sloppy game, and two teams feeling each other out, and I'm sure the next game can be a better game. So Barry wasn't happy, and Gerard wasn't happy, and Brian Hall wasn't happy. Okay. Uh, you know who else wasn't happy? Jonathan Marsha Show after getting uh, slobber knockered by uh, Tom Wilson. And Marsha Show had these comments. It's coming. It totally gets me on the blind side. It's a little late, but I mean, it's not really my decision. The uh, league is going to take care of it. And did the league take care of it today? <laughs> Just for the record, did they take care of it, by the way? No suspension. Did he target the head with the head? Was it no, a Rafi? Was it a Rafi Torres blow the guy's head up with a head uh, that you know Torres? I think nine separate times was either suspended or warned. And and Wilson plays right on the edge, but to me he he didn't get the head. He corked him pretty good. Um, it was a penalty, but no yeah. suspension. If it was anyone else, they won't even be talking about it. Right. So, but it's Tom Wilson, yeah. and frankly, again, I think Ryan Reeves got away with more in that game, and and part of it is because Reeves' play led to, the play that was not called led directly to a critical game tying goal. Uh, tell us what you think. You can text us at six thirty six thirty. It is. 12- I can't wait though. Buckle up. Like that was a fun game last yeah. night. I can't wait. For I, the rest I can't of the believe. Like, it was Halsey serious? He wasn't. He didn't like the game. I didn't like the game. I know he likes well, goaltending, what, what, so maybe once you he get likes in, 2-1 game. Once you get in the 80s, you just get to be angry about everything? Is that how it works? I don't know. <laughs> just busted your Brian. He's probably listening right now. I love Brian, man. Yeah, I, I love him, I've too. I've been listening. Hey, Brendan, I started listening to him in 1973. You know, that's that's a while ago now. Western final. My dad was like, oh, I can't stand that guy. And I'm like, I think he's pretty good. <laughs> I'm just happy he takes the time to come talk to me in the morning. Like, he'll sit there and talk to me for an hour. So That's it's... why you never get any work done, because well, you're exactly. learning. You're yeah, learning. learning from Brian Hall. We're, yeah. uh, by the way, uh, during our summer sessions, we're going to bring in a couple of the uh, guys that have been around a little bit longer than yours truly. And I'm now getting at the stage where I've been around for a while, but uh, I'm looking forward to uh, to doing some of that and, and uh, sharing some uh, old school stories. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Ulrich with you. When we come back, a clip from Manny Viveros, who was on yesterday's edition of Oilers Now. We'll talk about a tweet I put out today on the Oilers uh, situation heading into uh, the Combine and the upcoming NHL entry draft. And then Brendan Ulrich will bring you NHL Today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. Elite Promotional Marketing, more than just sportswear, this is Oilers Now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports Certificate of Authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their 
Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. This is Milan Lucic from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. Welcome back, everybody. It is 1222 in Edmonton. It is time for NHL Today for Elite Promotional Marketing. Drew Shamahorn and their staff, they'll take care of you. More than just sportswear. And here is Brendan Ulrich. Well, Bob, as we talked about, no suspension for Tom Wilson for the hit on uh, Jonathan Marsha. So game two of the Santa Cup final goes tomorrow night in uh, Vegas at 6 o'clock. Here, the action live right here on 630 Chet. This is uh, music to the ears of Peter Shirelli, Bob. The NHL is uh, projecting the next year's uh, salary cap will be between 78 to 82 million, going up from 75. So I would assume it likely goes to 80, which would be pretty good for the others. A little bit of extra room there. And a large part of this is because of Vegas' success, it sounds like. So. Vegas making the league some money here in uh, its first league in the NHL, or first season in the NHL. And Gary Bettman also says the NHL's Board of Governors could vote on expansion to Seattle as soon as this fall. There you go. Is that what we got? That's what we're going with? All right. That's about it. We, sh- we can mention that uh, game one of the AHL final starts uh, on Saturday, I believe. And that is all the on tomorrow. Uh, Texas Stars, coached by, for- yes, by former Edmonton Oil Kings uh, head coach Derek Laxall. Who's coaching Toronto? Is that Sheldon Keefe? Pretty sure it's Sheldon Keefe. Uh, Sheldon Keefe came out of the Sault Ste. Marie organization that produced current Maple Leafs general manager Kyle Dubas. Bob Stoffer with you. This is Oilers Now. All right, Brendan. So last night, uh, full disclosure, I had Royal Pizza delivered to the house. Royal Pizza is still making it great. Multiple locations in Edmonton to serve you, including the original Royal Pizza in Old Strathcona. Stoffer recommendation, Royal Pizza's the Mediterranean Chicken. 48 years, Edmonton owned and operated uh, in Old Strathcona. Visit royalpizza.ca for a location nearest you. And the polite gentleman uh, came to the door and said, uh, Mr. Stoffer, and I said, well, that's my dad and he's long gone. But uh, anyhow, he said, what do you, what do you think is going to happen with the draft? Like, are they going to trade the pick? They're going to make the pick? And so I uh, elected to uh, put something out there on Twitter today. It says this. For those asking, it would be I'd be very surprised if the orders moved the number 10 for some immediate help. In my opinion, it'd have to be a slam dunk deal to do so. There are no shortcuts. Draft and then develop. Not draft and develop. Draft and then develop. There is a difference. And uh, the two, you draft the guys, but then you got to have a developmental process that works. I think the organization is headed to a better uh, way than maybe previously. Uh, Edmonton, and then I added the order should get a really good prospect at number 10. I have a top 11, just so you know. Okay. Top 11. Who's 11? I'm, I'll put it on on Thursday when okay. I fly to Buffalo. But I have a top 11. So I will tell you that obviously uh, the Oilers aren't going to get Darlene. Uh, the three forwards and then uh, four defensemen. The three forwards being the consent, you know, Svechnikov, Zadina, and, and Kachuk. Though I do hear Kachuk is sliding a bit. And then the four defensemen. Uh, Hughes out of uh, Michigan, undersized American D-man, played on the U.S. World Championship team. Uh, Evan Bouchard with the London Knights. Obviously, Dobson, who I think the Oilers have no hope of getting now. I think he's going. I think Dobson might go as high as four. He might go that high after how well he played at the Memorial Cup. Uh, and then Adam Boquist. Like those are sort of those eight for sure 
are, are going to be in the top 11. But I'll get more specific when we get closer to the draft. Here's where I'm going with all this. A slam dunk deal to me is not getting the guy, not getting a guy that can, let, let's, let's throw a name out there, Max Pacioretty. Would I trade the Max, the number 10 pick for Max Pacioretty? Not, Just one year left, right? So that's no. that's the issue. It'd have to be for, and obviously we all know what happened with Re- with Reinhardt. Reinhardt was not a slam dunk player when that trade was made, and that was for 16th overall pick and a 33rd. And we all know how that worked out for the Edmonton Oilers. So it's got to be a guy that would be immediately impactful that the Oilers would have controlled moving forward, especially in light of the inevitable expansion involving Seattle that will get the NHL to 32 teams. There are no shortcuts. People will say, well, damn it, you know, you Oilers, you better get it turned around and you better win next, you know. The fact is, you still, there's a a lesson here to continuing to build and uh, grow out uh, prospect draft uh, depth in the organization. So, yeah, if you get wowed, if somebody steps you know, knocks it right out of the park and makes an offer you can't refuse that upgrades a position like maybe a skilled right shot defenseman or possibly, uh, you know, a tremendous top six forward that would be a real good fit, say, with a guy like Leon Dreisaitl with uh, term left and, and good term left, not a year left. Yeah, you'd have to consider it. I just don't see that happening. So it's my belief that, you know, I'm, I think that the, the, frankly, better scenario is hold on to the pick. I think there's a top 11. I've mentioned eight of the guys. We'll get to, I, I'd even say Oliver Wallstrom will be top, he'd be ninth in that list. And then we'll get to, in my mind, there's a top 11, and I'll give you three or four guys that I could see uh, being in that top 11 uh, moving moving forward. But I just think this is the prudent way to go. Some would say, well, you know, Peter Shirelli, geez, he's got to make the playoffs, so he's going to trade away the asset in the pick. Again, if it's a slam dunk, you do it. If not, forget about it. 1228, we'll talk about that with Mark Spector, Stoffer, Inspector for Horse Racing Alberta, uh, when we come out of a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell.